Welcome to the Ministry Central Leadership Podcast. Ministry Central is the official United Pentecostal Church International online resource designed to develop and enhance your ministry. Through the teaching and wisdom of experienced apostolic leaders, Ministry Central will equip you to pursue the call of God on your life. In this podcast, you will learn important principles, concepts, and ideas from apostolic leaders who are on the front lines of ministry, making a difference in their leadership and calling. I'm your host, Darren Sargent, and this is the Ministry Central Leadership Podcast. Thanks for joining. I want to welcome you today to our Ministry Central Leadership Podcast. I hope you're enjoying the episodes that you're listening to, you're watching. And today, it is my distinct honor and privilege. I am so overjoyed to have the one and only Travis Worthington with us in studio today and on this podcast. Travis is uh, officially, I can use the official term, Officially. Yeah, officially yeah. the hyphen director of the United Pentecostal Church and Youth Ministries. And uh, man, Trev, just great to have you. We've been friends for a few years. Long a time. A few years, long time. Actually served on the hyphen team together at one point. Yes. Way back in the Jurassic era. Many, many moons ago. Yeah. Yes. Well, wow. thank you for uh, joining us. You've been in the studio recording uh, some things for Hyphen and uh, track that we're putting on to uh, Ministry Central, which we'll, we're going to get to, we're going to talk about. But uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, those that I, I doubt there's anybody that doesn't know you. But just for those three that are out there in podcast land that do not know who Travis Worthington is, tell us a little bit about yourself. It is uh, great to be here with you, and uh, I am excited to... Uh, hang out and have a conversation. Um, so a little bit about me, uh, married to my beautiful wife, Amber. And how we, much did you have to pay? A lot. Yeah. There was okay. a lot okay. there. Um, in fact, it was definitely a bait and switch <laughs> deal where she didn't know what she was getting into. And yes. then it was, Oh, Hey, here we are. And so, uh, married to my beautiful wife, Amber, and we have two awesome kids, uh, Mia, who is seven okay. and Cameron, who is four. And they are, they are a lot, a lot of personality, a lot of character. That's why you're so thin. Uh, yes. You're chasing them around chasing all them the around. time. Chasing them around. And really, I think the four-year-old thinks he pastors the church that we are at. Um, he thinks he was the youth president um, of Virginia. <laughs> he may think he's actually the national hyphen director. I don't know. I haven't heard we him haven't, about that. But I'm sure he's, he'll come out with a campaign. Now, yeah. you pastor Nova Church. I do. And yeah. I think in our conversation, you've been there now... Uh, How long? We are celebrating our 10th pastoral anniversary. I don't look that old, but uh, 10 years ago. I see some gray. There's a lot of gray, yeah, probably right in here. That's coming from pastoring. And, look look at this. Yes. I've pastored. And, I, I pastored. I don't pastor now, but I pastored for 20 plus years. So. I'm losing it because of I that. I lost too. my arm and my hair, <laughs> and it turned gray. In that case, I need to put in my resignation right now <laughs> quick, for uh, quick. for both sides. Um, well, good. Yeah, so it's been great. We've been um, you started in Arlington. Yes. And you're now in? Alexandria. Alexandria, okay. The name of your church is? The Nova Church, yeah. Okay. You know what? what's interesting, and we're, we're here to, you know, to talk about hyphen ministry. Um, we're getting ready to launch on Ministry Central some hyphen ministry training. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. But I, I, 
you know, this podcast is a leadership podcast, Ministry Central Leadership Podcast. And one of the things that uh, just in looking at the hyphen ministry, um, we are living in a, in a period of time that is so, it, it's almost, I'm trying to look for the right word. It's, there's an influx of purpose and passion that this generation has. If you started Nova Church 10 years ago, you were how old? Uh, I was 25, 26, and I was a young adult moving into the middle of D.C. Metro. Speak to that. Yeah, uh, you know, my pastor uh, said, I feel like God's calling you to start a church in Arlington, Virginia. And so we moved to uh, D.C. Metro, which we're about five miles from Capitol Hill. So, I mean, and on the Virginia side, there was not a United Pentecostal Church within 20 miles of where we were. Um, And so my wife and I, my wife was 24. We are literally right in the prime of young adulthood. And uh, we parachuted in and started teaching Bible studies. And God just opened door after door. And really a lot of miracles and uh, things that I could have never planned or uh, sketched out. So this is how it's going to work. But the Lord knew. And yeah. it, it was amazing to watch how that went down. A lot of times we don't see those things unfold till we're willing to take that, that initial step of faith. Yeah. yeah. You were a young adult. Mm-hmm. You were 25. You were where a lot of the the hyphen that may be listening to this today were. And did you, I want to try to word this right. Did you feel the pressure of your age oh, in starting oh, yeah. this work? Especially in, a, in an area like D.C. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, to be transparent, I mean, there was an immense amount of pressure to perform um, and pressure to, to make sure, Hey, how can I, how can I not fail? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of young adults feel that whether it's in your career, whether it's in your local church, you know, um, I I felt like, boy, I I don't know what I'm doing here. Mm -hmm. Uh, And in part, there was times when I moved there, I felt like, Oh, we're going to crush it. Yeah. Every church planner feels that way, though. Exactly. Every leader thinks, well, wait till I get the opportunity, and then I'll show yes. you how it's done. Yes. You know, ignorant, really, in, in kind of a complimentative kind of form. Blessed. Yeah, it is, because you're <laughs> you're so optimistic yeah. and think, oh, well, when I get there, we're going to have 100 in year two. And what happens is, is when you get there, the reality sets in of, this is so a lot good, harder. Travis. So good. Yeah. And and you know what? I'll say this is the the more I went through it, mm-hmm. probably at first I used to think, oh, this guy started a church and he may only be running this. He's probably just not doing it right. But oh. the more I went through it, such as life, yeah. is when you go through those experiences, my respect changed dramatically. That, well, oh, I, I think our measurement of success changes yes. dramatically as well because I think we have put a we put a success mark yes. on a certain number of people, right? And we have people pastoring churches that have labored for years that maybe haven't reached that success mark in our minds, but they are they are an incredible success. Absolutely, to dig a work out of 
something in D.C., that's work. It and is. you did it starting as a hyphen. Yes. Uh, and, and that's that's such a, a true principle, I think, is that when you begin to, to go through something, you understand success changes. Mm-hmm. And what you deemed a success, or maybe what other people measure success, there you go. isn't really success in yeah. the eyes of the Lord. Where I started to realize... I'm not here to compete with other friends. And, you know, I'll, I'll share a little story is I had great friends that were planning churches around the same time, people going to um, urban areas and man, yeah. their churches are exploding. And I'd go to my church and I'd look and we'd have 12 or 15. I'd come home and I'd look on Twitter, yeah. the dangers of social the media, dangers of social media. You know, if, if you're not careful, you can fall into the trap and it can exploit what success is because yeah. you see their highlights. That's all social media is. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, I told someone the other day, I said, you know what? I don't probably have to ever go on another vacation because <laughs> I'll just go on vacation with you on Instagram. I'll just watch <laughs> what you're eating and, and where you're going and the fun you're having. But you're right. Social media has presented to this generation some incredible benefits. Yeah. Please don't don't get me wrong. Social media is a great tool, but it's also a great trap. Absolutely. And there came a point where I realized somebody said a statement to me. I was flying to preach somewhere and this was year two and it crushed me. And um, I was getting on the plane and a friend called and said, hey, I just had a conversation with somebody and they said the statement. They said, I can't believe Travis isn't running more after two years of what he's there. At this point, we're probably running 25 people, 30 people. And I was devastated. And he said, I was defending you that you don't know all the Bible says he's teaching all the work. And you don't understand that area. And every field in every area is different. And he said, I I was defending you. And I got on the plane and, you know, you just fuming. (laughs) And I landed to go preach. And I got on Twitter and I started firing off tweets of dot, dot, dot. You know, you don't know what it's like. And and really what it was is a moment of immaturity that was publicized. And my pastor texted me and Brother Cunningham said, what's wrong? I just seen your tweets. And I said, well, this person's judging me. And he said, just do what you're supposed to do and trust God. So good. And I realized that day, it was a crushing moment because the moment and measurement of success changed from, I'm not aiming for the applause of people, but I'm just called to love people and to do whatever God's called me. And if that's 10 or 20 or whatever it is, if God's happy, I'm doing right. I think the apostle Paul had a revelation long before Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok and whatever it is this week came along. He said, you know, there's some that plant. Mm -hmm. There's some that water. Right. But at the end of the day, God gives the increase. And I think, I think in those situations, it is so easy. And I think one of the things that I know, you know, we're kind of on a tangent here, but I think it's very, very vital what we're talking about. We're living in an hour where so many people are getting their self worth by, what people are liking or or harding or thumb thumb up i only can do one thumb up but you know what i'm saying and that that's not the our measurement has to come from the word of god the spirit of god our connection to god should establish our identity and you know me being born the way that i was i'm a huge identity guy i'm it's my life it's my passion and leadership is my passion um Let's kind of let's kind of turn the turn the table here a little bit. Um, what and I know we're we're primarily supposed to be talking about hyphen, um, 
if if you could say anything, I know I'm putting you on the spot. We haven't rehearsed this, folks. This isn't rehearsed. <laughs> uh, if you could say anything to a 25-year-old Travis and Amanda that, or just a Travis or just an Amanda that is 24, 25, and they're, you, you and I were talking beforehand. We had a little bit of time as uh, our studio manager was putting things together. Let's give it up for Brother Braxton Powell. Ooh, ooh. What a great guy. And uh, does a phenomenal job. But we were talking about how a lot of the majority of churches have youth pastors, but they don't have a hyphen leader or a hyphen director. So with that being said, we, we miss an opportunity here to push people into areas of ministry. And, and if you could talk to them, if you, if you were in a crowd of a thousand hyphen at 24, 25 years, your age when you started, what would you tell them about life and ministry? And I know it's a big, a big question in a limited time and you don't have rehearsed, but talk, talk to us, just share your heart for a minute. Yeah, I would, there's so much that you could go into that because it's such a broad category of hyphens. And if I was to speak to them, I would say you need to be involved now. Good. It's don't wait for the future. You are literally in the prime of your life. Yes. Um, and, you know, there is a lot of pressure on a young adult. Yeah. But sadly, a, a young adult has found that sometimes because they're in a season of waiting mm -hmm. in one area, it has become applied to every area. Oh, that's a good so statement. So they think because I'm waiting for my spouse, I'm also waiting on my ministry. And mm. that is not the case. That's good. Just because you're waiting for something, maybe waiting for the door open in your career, yeah. waiting for the door open in an opportunity, that does not mean that you should be inactive and thus ineffective in your current situation. Yeah. This season is one of the greatest opportunities that you're you have. So, you're so right. You have probably more time than you'll ever have because once kids, they yeah. just, I mean, you are no longer uh, the artist of what you get to do, <laughs> right? You are at the, the mercy and leisure of them. Yeah. Or even if you are single, yeah. the opportunity to dive in and to be a steward in this season is so absolutely good. essential. So good. Grow where you're planted is where yeah. I say. So how do you grow? Become passionate and intentional about growing in resources, ministry central, reading books, following yeah. podcasts, having conversations, having the opportunity to sit across from saying, hey, what pastor are you reading that I can read that will help me? Sure. Finding ways that then you can also have an outlet for that. Not only is young adults uh, in a season, if you're 25 and not involved, but you need to be actively involved. And let me tell you, sadly, where I feel like in the current situation of our landscape, I find that after talking to a few pastors, even friends of ours, mm -hmm. that there is almost a famine in the land for youth workers. Mm -hmm. And what blows my mind is this, catch this. If Youth Congress was this week or this month or this year, we would have 6,000 young adults in the split sessions mm -hmm. at North American Youth Congress. Yeah. And yet we have a massive army of young adults. And yet for some reason we have a gap where people are finding a tough time getting youth workers 
in the local wow. church. Yeah. Where is the disconnect where we yeah. have a lot of young adults and yet somewhere they're not active? Yeah. And we've got to connect that because if you're a young adult, then we need to get you active in mentoring and modeling. That's it. You may not even have to be the youth pastor. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you take can't the impact. responsibility yeah. of, of leading someone to their purpose. You know, as you're talking, one of the things that came to my mind, I don't know if we've seen a generation that is as creative right. and passionate as the generation that we're a part of. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been doing youth work. I'm, I'm 29. Well, no, I'm 39. Uh, and I, it is probably because of the way that I was born. I'm still involved at 50 plus none of your business years. I'm still involved in youth work. Yeah. Uh, speaking of this week, I'm preaching a youth event. I, I'm like, okay, I know there's younger guys out there. Maybe it's the way that I was born. Maybe it's kept me connected, but I'm looking at this generation, Travis, and I'm saying, man, God has gifted them. They have insight. They have creativity. One of the things that I'm a big, big proponent of is understanding. You know, when God created everything, the Bible says the Spirit of God hovered or moved. God, God's god been a movement yeah. in the beginning, and we're created in his image, his likeness. Where should be movement? We should. God's not a monument. God's a movement. Yes. You and I are to be doing youth Young adults should be doing the work of ministry, getting in there, doing the things that you're saying, getting involved. Grab a, grab a teenager and mentor them and train them, mm -hmm. and let's impact our world because we have an opportunity right now with where technology is, where the world and the state of affairs are with all the causes and all the issues that we're now facing in our society for a gener an army, you called it, a massive army, yeah. to rise up and really push the kingdom and advance the kingdom and your role as hyphen director. Um, like I said earlier, we've been involved in hyphen work before on the team in the eons past, but um, your, your passion is evident. You have been a voice to this generation, someone that many have looked up to. Uh, we are, we're getting ready and to launch and you were in the studio today doing some recording launching a whole hyphen ministry training course that's going to be on Ministry Central. And uh, can you tell us just a little bit about that, the purpose of it, and then we'll kind of wrap things up here. Definitely. Uh, my passion is really what helps to lead to the purpose of that. Uh, when I became a young adult at 18, there was no young adult ministry in the United Pentecostal That was Church. right after uh, Noah? Got off yes, the right yes. Close. Many, many yeah. moons ago. Yes, many uh, moons ago. Many moons ago. Yes. Um, but when I when I became eighteen, there there's a generation that me and knows yeah. there was no young adult ministry yeah. in yeah. our. We were there definitely wasn't when I was in the Jurassic period. <laughs> and we were <laughs> we were losing young adults by the droves. Yeah. Um, and that's where I would say that we have made a pivot that now. We are seeing the fruits of this, yes. of seeds that we have sowed, and we are watching 
an amazing moment in our mm-hmm. organization. The growth of Youth Congress can largely, I think, be attributed to us keeping sure. young adults. Sure. And now their youth, you know, their their chaperones, they're coming to hyphen young adult ministry. They're coming to hyphen young adult sessions because they want to be ministered and impacted to their in the young minister session with Brother Bernard and our other speakers. Yeah. And in essence, we are in a great time, but we are just at the beginning of that. Yeah. And that's the key. We have not arrived. There's still a long ways to go. And by saying that, this is what I mean, is probably half of our districts now still don't have hyphen coordinators. Okay. And if you think about this, I would dare guess um, that probably 80 to 90% of our churches have a youth pastor. But maybe 5 to 10% only of a hyphen pastor, wow. Wow. which think about this with me. And this is why I'm passionate. And this is why the need for ministry central and our hyphen training mm-hmm. is because if we have invested all the time, all the energy, all the dollars yeah. from 12 to 18, and we spend all this time and then we mm-hmm. get them to 18 and we lose them. Well, what have we done? Yeah. Where they're entering into the season where they can help in music, help in ministry, mm-hmm. help in leadership, help organizationally in the local church. And so we've got to find ways to take young people that are now 18, 19, 20, moving into their young adult years and put them into hyphen leader roles. And hopefully that's what hyphen ministry central does is gives them the tools to equip them and educate them that they can thrive because we have got to have hyphen young adult leaders at the local church. God does his best work in the local church. Yes. At the end of the day, uh, of course, you know, being in the role of ministry central director and kind of seeing the, you know, I've talked with Evan Zenobia, who's been working on putting all this together. You, you've got some, you got some, a great lineup yeah. of people uh, that are going to be speaking and training. So it's, it's coming. We're going to be launching it soon. So stay tuned. Travis, thank you for just joining us today. Thanks for having Always me. great to spend time with you. Love you. Appreciate you. And uh, thankful for what you're doing. God bless you. Stay tuned till our next episode of Ministry Central Leadership Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Ministry Central Leadership Podcast. To learn more, visit us at ministrycentral.com and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please take a moment, help us by sharing and subscribing to this podcast. May God richly bless you. We will see you on the next episode of the Ministry Central Leadership Podcast.